the gifted musicians we have in this church singing praise to God. Wasn't that wonderful? And all of the choirs. Thank you. Our scripture reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 to 28. You'll find it on page 16 in your pew Bible in the New Testament section. This is the word of the Lord to us today. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. Thanks be to God. A first grade teacher was giving the children a lesson on magnets, and she spent quite a bit of time talking about what a magnet does. The next day, she decided to quiz the children to see what they had learned. She said, this is something that has six letters, begins with the letter N, and picks things up. You can see you're already ahead of me. Over 50% of the children answered, Mother. <laughs> Today is Mother's Day, and to all here we say, Happy Mother's Day. Whether you are a mother, we know that it's a special calling that God has presented to you, but we have all had mothers, or we wouldn't be here today. Mom, you are wonderful, and I can say that with all the truth, because I'm a mother. We're pretty special. We salute mothers this day. A mother's love is amazing. It's so special, and it gives us a hint of what God's love is like, a love which is giving and sacrificial. So on this Mother's Day, we are having a tribute to mothers. Today we want to honor mothers, and as I was telling Gwen Stidham Norris, my associate in the department, who is a new mother, that we were honoring mothers today, she said, oh good, now that I have a child of my own, we need lots of honoring. So, you all know what that's like. Some of you might be saying, though, oh, it's another Mother's Day. And this doesn't really relate to me. After all, I don't have children. Or the situation in my home isn't very great. I'm a single parent and mothering doesn't seem very special to me. 
Actually, yesterday, my daughter and I went to a craft fair, and I heard, overheard a woman saying, Mother's Day, what a rotten day that is. And I must admit, I was taken aback, and she was standing right next to me, and I looked at her, and she had the most angry look on her face, and she must have caught my glance because she turned to me and said, my mother was awful. And I said to her, she gave you life. And she started to cry. Apparently that woman had a lot of pain when she thought about her mother. And I hope, I had a sense inside that perhaps those few words of mine would give her an opportunity to think differently about her mother. My mother died almost 12 years ago, but I have to admit she has never really left me. Even now I can see the details of her face. I remember her voice vividly. I can see the, the things that she would do in our home, the look of delight on her face as she would share something good about what was going on in my life and the sadness in her eyes when I was sick. My mother has remained for me the most important influence in my life. When I talk of my life, there are many sayings that come to mind that I really attribute to my mother. Things like, Dana, you can do whatever you want to do. I believe in you. Whatever you do, do it the very best you can. And I love you a bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck and a talking in my sleep about you. That was our little ritual before I went to bed. I'm thankful to my mother who encouraged me and helped me pursue my dreams no matter what they were. But the thing I remember most about my mother is her faith in God and the way she would always pray with me before I left the house in the morning and before meals and before bed. I have grown up to love the Lord because my mother loved the Lord. And I always will be grateful for that. I must admit, though, that there were plenty of times when I thought my mother didn't know a thing about what it was like to be a child in my day and age. Amazing how smart she got the older I became. <laughs> I even find myself saying the things my mother used to say that I swore I would never, ever have come out of my mouth. I'm grateful for my mother. When I think about her, I smile. And when I think about her, I have tears. And when I listen to those children sing and watching you watch them made me realize how much you all appreciate what it means to be a parent and to love children. I want to honor mothers today by looking at a great mother in the Bible, the Canaanite woman who loved her daughter. Roslyn read to us from Matthew chapter 15, and we find this wonderful mother of faith 
in verse 22. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and cried, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. Just aside, she must have been a teenager, don't you think, the daughter? (laughs) The Canaanite woman was a descendant of Israel's ancient enemy, so it was really very unusual that she would now turn to the son of Israel and ask him for help. But her daughter was suffering immensely. And just like any mother, she would do anything to help her. The Canaanite woman had a great love for her daughter. A parent's love for a son or a daughter is deep, even though it may not always be expressed. This week there was a letter to Ann Landers in her column that pertained to a mother and a daughter. The woman wrote, A letter I read in your column changed my life. It was from the man who never was able to say to his father, I love you. He realized what a void there was in his life when his father was lying in his casket in the church. At that moment, for the very first time, he said, I love you, Dad. But it was too late because his dad couldn't hear him. I am a 30-year-old woman, she wrote. I was never told by my mother that she loved me. And I was never able to say those words to her. After I read that letter, I went to my mother's house with your column in my purse. I handed it to her and said, Mom, I love you. She read the column, took me in her arms, and held me as if I was a little child. Then she said, I love you too. We both cried. It was the happiest moment in my life. Since that day, Anne, things have been wonderful between us. It changed our relationship completely. Thank you for making such a difference in my life. That's a promise, I think, that God has given us, that the past can be redeemed. It's never too late in your own mind to correct the past. Somehow, as Joel said in Joel chapter 2, 25, I will restore to you the years which the swarming locust has eaten. We don't understand God's ability to do that, but we can have faith that God will. But if your parent or child is alive, then you can say over and over again, I love you. Do it often. If you have a parent or a child like one in the letter where you have not said I love you to each other, go to them and say, I love you. For some reason, that can be difficult for us to say. But it will be worth the effort and your life will be forever different. The Canaanite woman loved her daughter so much that she cried out to Jesus for help. And what happened next was totally unexpected. In verse 23, we read, But he, speaking of Jesus, did not answer her a word. How unusual, you might think. 
Actually, it might even make you angry. Why wouldn't Jesus answer her? Notice the first word that begins, verse 23. But he did not answer her a word. Everyone expected some kind of a reply, but he did not answer her a word. What would you have done in that case? Here you are, a Canaanite woman, not of the... the, uh, Line of Israel, you come to Jesus, and he does not answer your plea for help for your seriously ill daughter. It would have been easy for her to give up. Her request had been ignored, but her love for her daughter was so deep. And love is one of the greatest motivators, greater than money even. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God was motivated by love, and the Canaanite woman was motivated by her love for her daughter. So she did not give up. She still had faith in Jesus. Even when there was nothing for her to hear, no hope given to her, still she believed. This is the word, I think, that is meant for each one of us here today. This very special woman has a word for each one of us. Still, she believes. She continues to call out for mercy. I think that's the word God would have us for us today. Do what she did. Keep on asking. She kept on crying to Jesus for help. Help my daughter, Lord. Help my daughter. And Jesus answered, again, these unusual words, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This excluded her. She was a Canaanite woman, not an Israelite. And Jesus wanted to teach her the lesson that salvation was of the Jews. The Jews were God's chosen people, and the mission of Jesus was first to the Jews and then to the Gentiles. Many would have given up after he said these words, and yet she stayed. He is going to help me, she said to herself. I won't give up. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And once again, we have the word, the word but. And it tells us a lot. We would expect her to do something different. She does not simply say, and, Lord, I want you to help me. But, Lord, I'm here. Even though I'm not of the house of Israel, I believe and I have come. She had more perseverance in her than most of us, I think, would have had at that point. She never stopped praying to the Lord for help. Even when it looks like there is no hope, even when all our circumstances say it will not happen, I think her word to us is, don't give up. The Lord will help. I want to say a word about Jesus saying, the illustration about the dog. I think it would be better translated little pet dog. There's another word for the dog who is one that roamed the street and had no home. And when that was used for a person, it was a slur. But in this word, he says, a little pet dog, the kind that would be under the table that would receive the scraps that were dropped. You probably have pets like that at home that never leave that spot under the table where they know the food is going to spill off someone's plate. 
What did she say? Yes, Lord. But even the dogs under the table get the scraps. What a beautiful reply. She didn't give up. She didn't run away. She didn't get angry. She stayed and said, Lord, have mercy on me. She was putting herself in a position that was totally dependent upon the Lord. And Jesus answered, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. What a wonderful example of a mother's love. In my office, I have this strange saying about faith that I thought was so fitting to what we're talking about here today. To be able to have faith and trust in the Lord when everything else says no. We look to the Lord and say, Oh, but Lord, I know you are able. It says, Faith came singing into my room and other guests took flight. Grief, anxiety, fear and gloom sped out into the night. I wondered that such peace could be But faith said, can't you see that they can never live with me? Where faith lives, fear and grief and anxiety will flee. The Canaanite woman didn't say, why did God let this happen to my child? We don't even know what the particulars were. She didn't say, I'm so angry at God for letting this happen. This is too much for any human being to bear. No, I think what she said inside was, I trust you, Lord. I believe in you, Lord. You will bring good things out of this situation. Lord, you can solve any problem. Lord, you will solve this problem. Lord, you have the power to do it. Lord, you are a wonderful, loving God. I trust you. I believe in you. Lord, have mercy. And Jesus said, O woman, great is your faith. Oh, that each one of us could hear in our trials God say, O child of mine, great is your faith. O beloved one, great is your faith. To all mothers today we say, may God grant you a special blessing this day. To all those that have mothers, may God say, I loved you, and through your mother gave you life. Look to me. I am always here. I will always provide for you. O child of mine, great is your faith. Amen.